Hello, and welcome back to the best podcast, your favorite podcast, Good Books, Bad Banter. I'm one of your hosts, Maddie. I'm Tori. And today we're talking about The Serpent and the Wings of Night. Holy fucking shit, y'all. We are excited about this book. To the point to where like I have not had this like feeling of like stupid grin that I have had for about like the past 20, 25 minutes because I finished it at like 8.30 like right at 8 30 or like right before it mm-hmm. i've been like reeling it comes in waves it comes in waves so <laughs> this book was amazing it was so good amazing i am so flabbergasted that this thing is fucking basically in my head because this is girl math um just the book version of it but kindle unlimited basically is like free to me because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you pay ten dollars a month and then you get as many books as you want so all of them are obviously free so if the fact they're that within this book, the KU. Right. If, yeah. All the books that are in the library are free. And th- in my head. And the fact that these books are free to me. Bitch. I know. The fuck? I'm so pissed I didn't grab it at Book People when I saw it. Mm. I'm so pissed. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, this looks okay. No. Dude. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I saw reviews of this being like, it was meh. Like, I didn't really like it. And I'm so shook that these people didn't like this book because I thought it was so good. The fact that people said anything negative about this book, death. Like, I can't I even don't imagine. understand. Okay, let me retract. Let me redact that. I was like, that is a little dramatic. I mean, that's the whole point. I know. Um, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, I will say, like, I told Tori, but because I started reading before she did. And surprisingly enough, she finished before I did hilarious how that works out but i told tori i was like hey give it you know i don't know what two or three chapters Mm -hmm. because or maybe i said 10 because the chapters are kind of short some of them are a little short some of them are a little longer Mm -hmm. but i told her i was like give her 10 chapters or so because the main character she doesn't really talk a lot there's a lot of like honestly i didn't feel i it's not noticeable like that noticeable but i just noticed it because i like a lot of dialogue i've come to realize and then i think i just got worried because i read a deadly education by naomi novik and i really liked it but i couldn't do the second book because it was purely just internal dialogue and even though it was about the like the story it was progressing the story i just couldn't i couldn't do it Mm -hmm. like and i thought i was seeing similarities already because the fact is is like she only says i know like a lot in the very first few like chapters or whatever oh i see what you're saying so like it was i feel like like enough happened though no it kept me entertained yeah 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 i wasn't like there's nothing happening there's nobody talking right i think this internal dialogue still moved the plot forward where in a deadly education it did too but it was slow Mm -hmm. it felt very slow anyways that wasn't the point i mean that was just a comparison i mean i feel like they fit a lot into this book they did they put a lot did. into this book. <laughs> did. Well, come to find out, the book is like 520 pages. Yeah. Which is, it's longer than I anticipated. But I, I think at this it. point, oh my God. Enjoyment is an understatement. I'd give it, it frothy. How many stars? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> that was a Brittany Broski moment. It was like, mm, no. Mm, well, I want to give it five, but I also want to be like, I didn't like it. Like at the very beginning, like I was very doubtful. So I'm going to give it like a four, seven. I was going to say, I'm going to give it like a four and a half, four, seven, five. Yeah. Four and a half, four, seven. Just because of that of my hesitation at the beginning i have to take that into account because by the end of the book i was like head over heels Mm. over everything like literally like licking my kindle it was that good so yeah i even took like i even fucking highlighted shit in my kindle guys which is so insane to me because you never do that no i don't and then i'm even like "Mm, what do i like this but i think it's just more accessible than putting it like down on paper or even on my on my phone and having Mm -hmm. to type it i'm already in the book so i just like (coughs) do it really quick and i just realized there's so many fucking typos because i'm writing quick and it's also like like kindle keyboard which just sucks Mm -hmm. so well what i do is i write in my notes app i don't take notes on the kindle app or that's what i'm saying i don't like doing that because i don't like going back and forth yeah and but yeah well if you would have let me finish sorry sorry (laughs) please continue fair and then also though if i'm reading kindle on my phone which i've been having to do lately because i have my actual kindle on airplane mode because i don't want tower of dawn to leave to go back to the library (laughs) i've had it for months um also hack if you yeah rent things from the library like using your libby app if you put if you download it onto your kindle and then you put it on airplane mode it obviously can't be returned back to yeah. the library so just in case Which, that might that not is, be nice of us to say but it's not uh-huh. but i do know that sometimes they're free anyway so you know i mean it takes me a long time to read some books sometimes so exactly i'm reading so many books at a time we do we say that use that um out of bare necessity and I have only used it twice. So there you go. But just a small little tidbit, especially if you're going on vacation. Yeah. Like if you're going on vacation, because you usually do that whenever we're going on vacation because you can't, not that you can't, you can, you know, it's easier to not have to pair your Kindle to other like Wi-Fi and stuff. Yeah. So, oh. but what <laughs> I was going to say is since I read on my phone, on my kindle i can highlight and just copy paste like quotes and stuff that's fair which is really easy yeah that's fair i forget i also have the kindle app on my phone and i forget that <coughs> but i guess it's just something now like holding the kindle no i much prefer reading on my kindle than okay. my phone uh, and i feel then, like it also helps me go to sleep too mm-hmm. like it doesn't the last know. thing about my phone taking notes in the app is mm-hmm. you can take a photo and highlight like, you can screen capture words off of a book or off your Kindle. So, oh, if you okay. want to take a quote that way, you can do that, too. Okay. Yeah. Because so sometimes there's, there's like, things. too big of a thing for me to, like, type over. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I'll do, too. That's fair. Oh, sorry. I just had, like, a little, like, I made this little bruschetta dip or bruschetta dip. And I keep having indigestion now because I had a lot of garlic. Um, do we want to do some updates before? Yeah. Let's do it anymore. Because we tend to just dive into like, like word vomit. The first few things, especially if it's something like we have like really hard opinions on. Yeah. So before we do that, do you want to go first? Um, sure. Um, oh, I, it's not an update, but more of just like a share. So, I am working at my <laughs> new job, Kirby. <laughs> Kirby. Hush. Sorry, <laughs> you'll hear Kirby because he hears another dog. Oh, 
was so sad. I'm going to squirt him with the water, and he looks so sad. That's fine. It's mainly more as a scare tactic. I hardly ever squirt him. But he gets scared, and he's like, okay, I'm fine. I'll go. Anyways, so small share. The girls that I work with at my new retail store or retail, retail job, I love them so much. There's this girl, and... Her name is um, Ivana, and she's so cool. I love her energy. I love her style. She's just really cool. I think we would all be really good friends. Anyways, um, I asked her because some of the other girls read, and we were talking about that. So I asked her, I was like, Ivana, do you read? Just kind of off the cuff. And she's like, (laughs) she looked at me, and she's like, let me tell you why I don't read. (laughs) I was like, okay. So she was telling me, she's like, this is no hate to anybody who reads it's just like when I think of myself reading but I think it's so chuggy for me to read and I was like hold the fuck on yeah I can see that I can see how chuggy that can be she's like not me like within my little like I just think of myself in like my chevron fucking blanket and my little glasses like getting them on and tucking myself in and reading my fucking book like what and I just laughed because I could see what she meant and it just made me it just made me love her that much more <laughs> she was so fucking honest and I was like that's completely fair Ivana love that um but besides that we have um what else did I say what else did I have going on? I had a today off and I got some groceries and did some things. I need to put up my tree because I have my tree back behind there. It's just in a box. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. Um, and then what else do we have going on? Thanksgiving was great. Um, I know we haven't really talked since then, right? Yeah. Nope. So Thanksgiving was good. Um, <clears throat> spent it with my family. So it was really nice. It was just kind of back and forth and I got to see my family and my cousins too um we went to go see the new hunger games movie i've now seen it twice because tori and i went on tuesday that was gonna be one of mine so i kind of just spewing shit out at this point i think i've given you like five so your turn (laughs) well we saw the new hunger games movie and we love both of them yes (laughs) yeah it's like god i saw um a meme though the other day that Cornelius or Cornelianus, wow, sorry, looks like Sue Sylvester Fungly, and I can't see past it, you guys. <laughs> I can't see past it. Oh my it was God. so fucking funny. I'll that's, have to post it on our Instagram or something. That's terrible. <clears throat> what else? Uh, now my brain is like not going to work. Oh, I had to work in our warehouse at work for Black Friday, and it was so stupid, and I hate it every single year. It's never fun. The only nice part is, like, hanging out with my friends that I work with, but um, we have to get there at, like, 7.30 in the morning, and we stand and walk all day, which is not that bad, but when your body's not used to it, I was exhausted by the end of the day, every single day. And then I had to stay up and edit until like 2 a.m. one of the nights, which was not ideal. Um, and then so last night, Maddie's like, you need to read. You need to read. I'm like, I know I need to read. I know, I know, I know. But I've been so tired. And we went and saw the movie the other night <coughs> that I went to start reading last night. And I fell asleep at 9.15. Like 
cashed out for the night. Like, couldn't do it. And then you woke up around 11 because you texted me. Yeah, because I had to take the dogs out. Because <clears throat> Carly came home and was like, did you mean to leave Junie out and, like, the lights on? And I was like, no, I did not. And so then I went to bed. <clears throat> and, yeah. But then I listened to the book all day today. And I don't know how many updates that was. That was a lot. It's fine. I think that was a sufficient sufficient amount but i listened to the book all day and it was so good and the voice actor was actually really really good yeah i loved her i love how you you listened to it and i read it i know and i always think that's a good like way of having all the a good opinion yeah like well-rounded opi- opinion about it all mm-hmm. i agree um <clears throat> besides that i really don't have any other updates if you wanted to get into the nitty-gritty of the book mm-hmm. okay so if you haven't read it please 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 go, go read it. it you will not it regret says it says on I think either the, like, what is it, synopsis, it's, like, fans of Blood and Ash and then, and of Avatar fans. Mm-hmm. It's, like, typically those who Which read it was going to like totally it. I would totally agree with because, mm-hmm. well, except for my thing was it reminded me of A Hunger Games mixed with Throne of Glass. Really? Yes, because it's trials and you're, like, competing to the death of it people. It reminded me <clears throat> of... It reminded me of a lot. And there was like timed between the trials instead of like of Crescent boom, 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 City boom. because of Asteri. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't get I Crescent like, City vibes, that, I guess. And then Nyaxia because of the gods and all that. Yeah. Like, I it just reminded me of a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But besides the fact, um, you need to go read it. Uh, we just learned the crushing news that this series is like a six book series made up of three duologies. Yeah. Well, thank God. Because at first it was crushing to find out that there was six books and we were, you should have heard one. Maddie's like groan of no, it agony. Was a, it was a scream of anguish. <laughs> it was a scream of anguish. Was like, no. That's was, how you were. It was more than that. It was. Yeah. Cause I legitimately was like, Oh my God. And I, got tears because i said i'm pretty sure it's a trilogy and then she freaked out and then i looked it up i was like i could have sworn somebody told me six books i was like i could have sworn somebody told me that this was a duology and it is but it's a duology in like six like there's two there's three pairs (laughs) what am i trying to say (laughs) there's three pairs i was waiting for you to just work it out (laughs) thanks (laughs) but um yeah Please go read it and then come back because this book really took me for a ride. Some of the stuff I was not expecting. Same. I was really pleasantly surprised. It took surprised. a lot of turns and I was like, wow. This I, is yeah. good. Yeah. This I is was impressive. Like, stuff that I was not expecting and then also that didn't even like predict either. Mm-hmm. Like I will say I did not predict her being half. Me either. Not at all. At all. Like, not at all. Usually I'm like, okay, whatever. But the fact that her tasting blood for the first time tasted was during like, good. yeah, it tasted good. But I thought it was just like sexual arousal because yeah. it was during the sex scene. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then as it comes to fruition later, like at the very, very end of the book, mm-hmm. and it's like the possibility of her being not completely human. Mm-hmm. I was like, they, she did so good at camouflaging that. Mm-hmm. she did so good at camouflaging that and then it went i reverted back i was like yeah like why the fuck was the blood good to her i just can't so besides that let's go back and let's go in order or not order as best of an order as we can let me break up my little notes <laughs> <Ew. laughs> 
Let's see. I have to wake my candle. Okay, so the first thing I highlighted was in chapter one. And it was literally her saying, at least in this, we were the same. At least we're all fucking cowards in the end. And I was like, that's like on page seven. There was some really profound stuff in a non-corny way in this book, which I appreciated because a lot of profound stuff can like sound kind of heinous. Yeah. (coughs) Ow. Sorry. (laughs) Um, The... I will say the dialogue between them two was also very plain language, and I liked that. Like, it wasn't, yeah, like... Yeah, it wasn't old school. Yeah. It, I say plain language, but it just feels very, like, modern, mm-hmm. I guess is probably a better descriptor of that. So, and there was moments where, like, I think I always just become so dumbfounded of authors, or maybe not dumbfounded is a good word, like, awestruck, that authors can say something so profound and so big and using words that are not, like irrevocably or like irreparably, you know stuff like that like <laughs> yeah you know, i know what you mean like really long auspicious words yeah just like i did so mm-hmm. you know they're just you know meaningful words and they're small I, I think i just forget that i think if you put words together no matter how big or fancy or complex they are they can still have so much more meaning and i think in my head i have that written not wired correctly sometimes so anyways i just get so <clears throat> surprised and so like how the fuck they do that mm-hmm. <laughs> literally some people just have a way with words and then also you know editors yeah that helps <laughs> <coughs> sorry stop doing that <laughs> that hurts i'm sorry i'm sorry uh the first few things i have were from the prologue and it was one that like my kindle will show like a million people highlighted this excerpt or whatever and the first one was, the king did not know then that his greatest love would also be his ruination or that either would come in the form of a tiny, helpless human child, which we like, okay, this is so obviously what the book would have happened anyways. Like later, literally in the my notes, I'm like, okay, so when is the empire following? Like, how is she going to topple her father for like the power and the throne and blah, 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 whatever. Right. And then, uh, um... Just the hundreds of years later, historians would look back on this moment as, like, the beginning of the end. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the, like, foreshadowing with, and love is sharper than any stake. Yep. 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 I actually have a bunch. I actually have a few highlights from chapter one, which is hilarious. I think I just, I think I got a little highlight crazy. Okay. Let's hear it. I said the the second one that I have is... The ugly truth was that perhaps a part of me was disgusted by them the same way I was disgusted by all my own human flaws. And I was like, yes. Wow. Yeah. The fact that she was her own worst enemy to herself. She, like she could really. Not, she could not accept any human like thought about her, but she knew that so she was so acutely aware that she was human, but she did not subscribe to any of the human like humanity at well, all. She just. She knew she was in between. And there's another thing. She they were co- she was constantly telling us that she was not one or the other, but like a mix of the two. And yes. fucking hello, how did we not see this? So she's like, oh, you just feel alienated by both places because mm-hmm. you have no singular spot. Because you live in a world that you're not meant to be. And you were taken from a world and trained into something that you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of thing. I'm like, what do you do with that? Um, the next one I have actually is hilarious because it, oh, let me go back up. It says vanity came second to survival. And my note is 
said Selena never. (laughs) (laughs) And I have no, I don't know all of the, like, whole story of obviously Selena now, um, the fuck is her name? Aylin. Aylin. And so I just think it's so funny. I was like, okay, yeah, bro. But Selena would never. That's so accurate though. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I love that you said that. So anyways my next highlight isn't until chapter 23 oh god (laughs) i said uh why is vincent kind of kind of sexy who vincent Vincent? i had i just kind of loved his little like power and stuff i don't know and then how much he loved uh he gave me draco malfoy (laughs) i mean there's reasons draco malfoy has fanfics written about him or maybe the dad what was the dad? Lucius. 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 Yeah, maybe a mix of the two. You know, his like young face, but like Lucius's long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see that. Probably the fan of this. So I don't know if you have ever watched uh, Castle Transylvania or something. It's uh, basically. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, that animation style would be perfect this for this that's how i pictured it in my no, head for sure with that real beautiful rendering of mm-hmm. anime where you've seen me some and you're like if mm-hmm. agatar did it like this and i would actually like consider watching it that type of style of animation no i totally especially the way she describes it would be perfect the, the like night i was gonna say night court yeah whatever the fuck it's called the kingdom yeah mm-hmm. there's it's like night something but i don't remember mm-hmm. but yeah nightborn yeah i don't know that would be such a good like way to say oh my god yeah that is immediately whenever i was thinking that i just saw her she was actually a little hard for me to pin she's got i had to look it up i did she has like dark long hair Mm -hmm. and like you know very transylvania goddess-esque which they obviously worship like the goddess of like night and bloodshed and shit so right and i also noticed that she has this is jumping to the very end of the book but nyaxa has long like deep black hair the way the way i am waiting for like something to happen with nyaxia orea and nyaxia i have a feeling there's something there i know Mm. but especially with their like parallels in their love story uh, yes i was like this is just nyaxia's and how story she has to he, like yeah defeat everybody uh-huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm, like there's mm-hmm. so much symbolism to that and i love how that this book was framed out of that origin story of this goddess mm-hmm. of this like you know <clears throat> we talk about world building and i think she did it in a way that was so well done Agreed. because like, we got to learn, like, the deities and how they came into fruition. Of course, in Nyaxia, is at the center of this, right? Mm-hmm. But I love that there was just kind of, like, that mythology kind of component woven in. Because we all like the stories of, you know, gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. But I also like that this goddess was actually real. Yes. Was legitimately real. Yes. They weren't, like, personifications and, like, of things and the they manifestations like or gods. energies and- or... I mean, you even see that in, like, Percy Jackson. Technically, they're people, but you never see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Except for, like, once or twice. You know what I You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you see in other, for instance, Akatar, where, like, the mother and the cauldron, like, that's not a person. You know what I mean? They, right. like, they 
worship and pray to her, but they never see her. So to have her actually make a legitimate appearance, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, she's like alive. Like these gods and goddesses are alive. Yeah, that she grants this like one wish at the end to the winner. Exactly. Which I thought was so interesting. Like like the whole premise of this was very interesting. I think, you know, I saw a lot of similarities in the books and the fantasy books that we've read, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I also think about this too whenever I'm reading um, that all of these tropes are not new, right? No. So, like, how do these authors make them feel new? Yeah, spin it to where they're not so similar enough to all the other vampire Mm fae books that are coming out right now. And then also, like, not stealing you know anybody's ideas or being inspired by other people's ideas how do you use that inspiration to now make an idea of your own mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah i mean we have we have the epiphanies too we're like write that down like you know you get inspired by something and it makes you think of something else but it's it is i feel like harder for ideas in books where you're writing a whole like storyline story about something to not like make a trope feel overused right and obviously, we like tropes for a reason. I but think, I, didn't I think feel every like book, every book's gonna have to have a trope. Book. Everything's everything's gonna have to have a trope. There's always gonna be an enemies n- to lovers. No There's books always that gonna don't be a rival anymore. to lovers or like friends to lovers. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's no new trope, and if there is, you know, it's like. There's fucking tropes over, like, sentient objects and, like, <laughs> sex books, yeah, which was okay. crazy to me. There's, like, a door. Like, the one about yes. the door and the pillow. And I was, like, that circulated on TikTok, and I didn't Dude, even did think that was a fucking trope. Did you see the one about the pumpkin spice latte? <laughs> you have to be fucking shitting me. I'm not kidding. A pumpkin spice latte. There's that same girl, and she reads them, and then she, like, talks it. through them. She makes me laugh so hard because she's like, I have to send $2 to my brother, brother. <laughs> yes. single time. And, like, the caption's like, I'm sorry, I have to get this book about a sentient door because TikTok made me, like, is no, happy this, to be about this it. No, PSL one, she's in the Starbucks, like, about to have an orgasm. <laughs> and these people come up to her and they're like, it's okay, we're just like you. <laughs> There's a whole group of us that are attracted to PSLs. And we're like... what the fuck giving tlc my strange addiction yeah (laughs) yeah for sure yeah it's giving chase the car (laughs) oh my god oh why'd you tell me (laughs) remind me of that (laughs) oh my god (coughs) anyways (coughs) ilana that was heart-wrenching. It was, but I also, I, I wish she was there a little bit more. I yeah. wish we got to know her a little bit. But the, I think, <coughs> bro, I'm are sorry. you okay? No. Take a, take a swig of water, man. There you go. Wet that whistle. <laughs> You're so dumb. Mm. Yeah, but you laugh, so. Anyways, you wish we'd gotten to know her more. I agree. Yeah. But I, I do feel so. like we cared enough about her that it was like we understood why it was tough for I think Orea to lose her. I think we only realized that with how much Orea grieved. Like, grieved and didn't grieve. Like, the fact that she, like, had to put everything, like, away. Mm-hmm. And, like, we learned just how special she was after her death. Right? Yeah. Because we knew she's, like, you know, very quickly she explains that she wants her to leave because she 
the Kedgeri, is that what it's called? I think so. That's how I said it in my head. The Kedgeri is going to go on and then, you know, it's not Kajari, I think. Kajari? Yeah. I like my name. I like mine more. Kedgeri. Anyways, Kajari, whatever the hell it is. And um, the tournament is going to go on and it's obviously not going to be safe for her. So she wants her to leave. And then she obviously gets chosen as one of the basically like sacrifices in the very beginning of the tournament. And I think after that, realizing her grief through that, then we realize just how important it is. Because mm. she sees her briefly and she's like, please go. And she's like, I'm not going to go. And then she's dead. And then we're like, oh, <laughs> my God. And then the way that Araya at first is like kind of in shock and denial and then goes and finds a person that's in, like killing them. It's not really like not really stepping into her grief. She pushes it down. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's only until much later in the book that she like readdresses it and it actually feels the grief and like the loss of her as a friend. So what else you got? Um, I just liked how she, slowly showed her trusting rain yeah and how she would like slowly let him get closer and closer and then he like hugged her and she was like i can't believe i'm letting this person hug me right now i know eventually you're like seeing and i also like that this timeline is realistic mm-hmm. right more realistic it's like not like a week yes like they yes. are in this tournament for like four or five months mm-hmm. something months. like that because they need it with every you know phase of the moon essentially mm-hmm. so <clears throat> And I also really liked how that was centered around the moon, too. Like, the different phases. Yes, I love how dark this book is and, like, adult. And it's just all so good. It's all things that we always want from our books. You know, I'm really surprised because, you know, I I say really surprised. I shouldn't say that. But I think I'm more surprised that I'm enjoying these books on Kindle Unlimited than I anticipated. Not that, like, they weren't good. You just thought they'd all be, like, corny. No, I don't know what I thought. I just didn't think that they would be, like, my, the books that I would like. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think I was their target audience. It's probably the best way that I could, like, say that. And you are exactly their target and audience. And I am exactly that. And I felt so wrong <laughs> for, for even assuming that I wasn't. Because, like, again, I pay for this subscription and now I finally get to, like, actually utilize it. Yeah. And now there's a hockey, like, romance on there. There's two hockey romances on there. Well, there's several, but there's two that I really want to read. And then there's one that's coming out that we keep, um, I keep seeing on our, um, on our Instagram. And she's an indie author, too. And Mm I'm going to add hers to the mix on the poll. Which, by the way, if you don't already know, we put a poll out every Wednesday since we moved our episode upload days to Fridays. Um. Since we kind of ditched the schedule, just the schedule just hasn't been working for us the past few months. So and we are really enjoying putting out a poll every on that Wednesday of two books and then having people kind of decide on what they are feeling a little bit more. Obviously, both books are ones that we both want to read mm-hmm. or we're wanting to read. But um, but yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. So if you haven't been able to vote yet, definitely go to our socials on our Instagram at Good Books, Bad Banter, all one word. Um, and we post it sometime on Wednesday. We're trying to be a little bit more like, you know, uniform about it, but I'm probably going to post it around 5 p.m. on Wednesdays. So that way, 5 p.m. the next day rolls around and everybody knows the the results because mm-hmm. it can only be on there for 24 hours. So, but besides that, go follow us. So that way you can be a part of the polls, the weekly polls. Yeah. 
Okay, what were you going to say? <laughs> I, I, were you saying something before that? Or no. no. Um, I mean, I think I was, <coughs> but I lost my train of thought. I love the little period of time where they... I mean, it's sad because they're starving when the castle, like, starves them or oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Because it's just them two barricaded in the little apartment, and she, like, makes the little mirror Stop thing so, so he can sweet. see the city. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I had a feeling and that all he the was flirting and stuff that they do is just so divine. Oh my god, yeah. I I didn't pick up on a lot of things, but I did pick up the fact that he was turned. Yeah, I think I pieced that together pretty quickly. And but also that was a little bit easier. That one felt like a give, like a gimme, yeah. you know, sort of thing. All the other stuff, I'm like, I no shit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I knew he had something to do with right. the rebellion, but I just didn't know. Like, oh, I didn't even realize he like even that. I was just like, oh he's no, like I something. definitely did. I was like, I knew he was somebody important, but I didn't think he was like the rebellion. But maybe I did. I don't know. I just I think I kind of you were just, just there for the vibe. I just there was like with on the like you were wave. like no foreshadowing just <laughs> absorb just riding the wave literally <laughs> not even looking down to see if there was any shadows below me oh hi hi bubby he looked at me so sad kirby's walking around <coughs> i don't know what's wrong with me shut up uh, <laughs> so the way i looked at her yes when they they are finally released right after uh-huh. he's starving uh-huh. and she's like you have to drink my blood and then they're like oh in the middle literally of the has an orgasm i was like did this man really make her orgasm from biting her <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad i was just about to text you i had my watch on and i was like i read it i was like bitch she did not just fucking orgasm because she's sitting on his lap and she's drinking her blood you've got to be kidding me i was like did she like rub herself like like basically dry hump this man but no i think it was just it was i think she was was on him and doing that but the venom the venom yeah which i mean it makes sense right because i love the fact that the venom makes you horny bro that's how it is in the crave series oh god (laughs) no that's serious like train wreck no no whoever's biting you can like make you feel like di- different emotions so if they want you to feel pain you can feel pain otherwise it's like they can make you feel euphoric from it so uh-uh. <laughs> anyways that made me think of that but also it's i think a lot of people drive from that because obviously biting is like hot and sex whatever so mm-hmm. it's like a horny thing mm-hmm. but also because all like vampire stories throughout time the person is like irresistible and there's like a call, you know? Yeah. So it just makes sense that like their bite would make you horny as fuck and make you orgasm. <laughs> By just make you there. come in <laughs> front of the whole audience. Luckily they were in a cave. That's true. Um, I wanted to go back though. Cause I like whenever she first gets dropped off, obviously into the, the tournament, the Kedri tournament mm-hmm. and you know, Vincent, Vincent wears several masks. Yeah. And I like how she is so attuned to how this man works, right? Because she told she talks about different versions of him. Like the father, the, the father and the king. And the king. Yeah. And did you ever feel like there were moments that you questioned on whether or not him being a father was kind of a, fa- a facade? Because I, it didn't feel like that it was unreliable, but I was like, this man, again, 
felt like his love had attachments, right? Like it conditions. had conditions. And at first I would feel that way. And then other times I'd be like, no, I didn't. So I, I don't feel like his love had conditions per se, mm-hmm. but I, I think he truly loved her. Like, I think this is the one person he ever, like, really, like, truly loved. loved. I definitely would say I went back and forth on whether or not he did. And it wasn't until, like... Oh, you did? Yes. Because I think I was just being a little bit more sinister, especially... you got to guard your heart in these books. (laughs) Because if you believe something, it doesn't turn out to be true. It's devastating. Yeah, it is. And it was devastating to see him very, like, very much try to save himself from not loving her. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he did. He definitely shielded his heart as best as he could in front of her, right? Because mm-hmm. he never told him, he never showed, like, you know, really they that love He never said, emotions. I love you. And right, like, yeah. He, she she said, I love you from him was always watch your back. Like, teaching her how to stay alive and right. protect herself. <clears throat> Through actions. Yeah. And so, yeah. And it was always in those moments, especially whenever she would meet up with him during the meeting, like, during the tournament mm-hmm. at their, like, meeting place. And he would flip back and forth between Mm -hmm. being the king and then being the father and i was like this man i feel like either he really loves her but there feels like there's also an ulterior motive especially whenever we learn about her goal to become his coriate or whatever it is um and after that i'm like i feel like that's malicious but then we learn later it really isn't. There is some kind of like alternative ego to it because he did lie to her. I think, yeah, he loves her. There's just, he's withholding information from her, which oh, is not omission. good, obviously. Right. But, but I, I he, really do think he loved her. No, I really did think so too. But I also think that right underneath that was like his duty to his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And he, I think still, I think in the re- in the entirety of the book, you see him wrestle with the fact of whether or not to put his kingdom first or put her. Yeah. I mean, obviously in his last words when he's like, I regret mm. so much. He's like, like I would have done so much differently. I know. Even the moment in that one scene where they had just gotten done with the half moon trial and they're at the ball mm-hmm. or like the party that they like put on and he dances with her and he, she's like, I don't know how to dance. He's like, well, let's just pretend like i didn't like, fail you in that I didn't way fail you. Yeah. Like, that i would have taught you like i would have taught you as a good father would have or something like that to, something to those mm-hmm. effects and i was like every time she was like almost dead and he was like panicking from the stands i was like oh my god but i got scared whenever he when she confronts him at the end and she mm-hmm. turns and starts seeing like, for a very split for second. For, like, one second, he sees her as an, an enemy. enemy. Or, like, a rival. A rival and er, enemy. A threat. A threat. That's what it is. A threat. And she's like, what the but fuck? But he checks himself. Well, no. She... The only reason why he checks himself is because he tells her, let me go, Vincent. And that takes him back. Because she, he has her pinned up against the wall. He her has arm her is, arm, yeah. Yeah, but he's, she's up against the wall. And her arm is bleeding. It is now bruised. Mm-hmm. And he's made scratches or indents from where his like fingers were and she tells him twice and that's whenever he's like holy shit i can't believe i did that to my daughter mm-hmm. you know sort of thing and that same moment happens for rain too whenever they're in their isolations and being starved and she's like you have to go and he's like i'm not a fucking monster and she's like i get that you're not a fucking monster i know that you're not but their instincts you're still a vampire and she yeah. like reminds him and he gets all fucking butthurt he, about well, it. Then he feels bad. And he's like, you were fucking right. Yeah, he was. Because he was in bloodlust at the that trial in the Crescent. <laughs> he, Kirby's laying down. He looks so too bad. 
or he was and um you know he was in bloodlust and she snapped him out of it too then as well and she and then he realizes because he cuts her he cuts her face and he's like did i do that and she's like it doesn't matter or it's 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 not important Mm -hmm. he's like yes it is and they never really readdress it until later and he's like uh that's when he says i'm sorry after all of that because he's like i was wrong for getting upset with you thinking that i'm not a predator it's like, I don't like looking at myself like that. Yeah, he's like, he was too ashamed he's, to admit it. Right, because he likes to try, <clears> as <throat> much as we all know, Rain really likes to try and hold on to his humanity as much as he can. Mm-hmm. But like Araya, you know, recognizes and reminds him, there's like, there are some things that just you can't, you can't withhold or you can't like control, especially if it's like hunger. Um, um, I have one. I have a highlight from chapter 23 <laughs> and it's from Araya, and it says i didn't like being observed and even less liked being understood but even i had to admit that it had undeniable de- benefits and i put the note it's like what a fucking pick me at least she's aware <laughs> shut up this girl has been isolated for the rest of the world and i'm like pick me <laughs> <laughs> never had a single friend in her life <laughs> doesn't like to be understood okay <laughs> well then she feels like rain understands her like when she's not saying anything which which is a boy gross boys um okay not to go okay yeah keep going <laughs> not, i was gonna say not to go backwards but i was saying i love a man who is like restraining himself right mm-hmm. obviously it's so hot and he's doing that with Araya, and um then she goes he looked like a man undone destroyed and then he multiple times says you've destroyed me like you've like disarmed me like all that shit and i just go that's my bread and butter i love it so much i think it's so funny that you say that because it might as like whenever they get injured and like one almost dies and they have to take care of the other one i'm like that I mean, that's like, a great I one. will reread all of those scenes. But a man who's just like wants to do something and he can't because he'll hurt her. Okay. Speaking of rain, mm-hmm. um, I have one. I have a highlight here that says, oh, hush, princess. We've been working so hard. There's no one left to kill. And I put the note. It's like, this man sounds like Flynn Rider from fucking Tangled. Stop. Just, I love that I was like, just movie. the, you know, rated R version and a mythical creature. But with a grumpy partner, not the personification of Sunshine, like per, like Rapunzel. Yeah. So it's like both grumps, basically. Brain is the sunshine of the two, honestly. Really? Yeah. No, he is. I love that because I love Tangled so much. I was like, this man is like, that's how I kind of envisioned his voice. He does have like longish, like brown yeah. red hair. Yeah, and then he was like, the way that he calls her princess the entire time. He gives Cassian vibes. He does, but I, Flynn Rider seems just more like, in the way that he was so like sarcastically, like mm. his humor, his sense of humor. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I love how Aurea was like, we're about to die. You better be a good lay. I, I thought that was, was so I fucking was funny. I was like, you put him in his place, bitch. I love when she finally opens up and gets her own kind of humor because mm-hmm. i'm like yes thank you well thank she's, you. she says how like vampires don't really have a sense of humor mm-hmm. so now that she finally found someone who does i feel like she loves being like sassy it's, yeah i love it i when she said that I was like fuck i love you <laughs> <laughs> this is so good 
Oh, I going back to the irony of how her love story is a lot like um, Nyaxia's love story, mm-hmm. essentially. I highlighted a like quote from one of them because obviously, as you are reading through, you realize that it's just a reflection of her story. We've said that already before, mm-hmm. but like you, you kind of figure that out pretty quickly. Um, <clears throat> And the one that I have is from chapter 29. It says, Nyaxia and Alaris have been imprisoned by the gods of the White Pantheon as punishment for their unlawful relationship. And that also gives you a little bit more into the scandal. The fact that Rain is Rishin and she is the Hiyaj, Haji or Haji, whatever the heck mm-hmm. it is. Haji, like basically heir or like eventually we find out she's the heir. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, at the time we don't, but we know that she's the daughter of the Night King who is Hiyaji, and they all obviously have, like, a rivalry going through them. So, like, their love is forbidden. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, the irony. The irony. Uh, but also, like, since they're both heirs from two kingdoms, if they get married, it's like, obviously you're joining the two kingdoms. I know, but I don't think this is going to work out that way. I don't know. I don't think so. No. I well going back to at the very end when Jasmine comes and sees her mm-hmm. and tells her that she's like I'm loyal to the Hiaji crown crown. Mm-hmm. Um I will fight for you no matter what. It doesn't matter. She's like I have no idea how you got that, but I you're who they picked. So that's who I serve. Mm-hmm. And she makes a great point that the people that are under Rishon or Brain's rule, the Rishon people they're also uh, they're upset with him because he abandoned them for so long and then um <clears throat> at the same time the occupation that's happening is with the bloodborne king or like the bloodborne kingdom and people aren't happy about that either because nobody wants the bloodborne like in their in any of the kingdoms so she makes a good point that these people wouldn't be like quick to bow the knee like to you know bend the knee essentially mm-hmm. to him but would to her and to remind her that she's a queen too. So like she has power essentially. Mm. So either way, <clears throat> I thought it was interesting. I didn't know how the games were going to end. Right. I was like, how the fuck are they going to kill each other? Yeah. Is it going to be like a Peta Katniss thing? I thought so too. But then she kills him because he like stabs himself with her knife, like whatever. Uh huh. And then I was like, how the, f- are you going to just like wish he's alive again? But she says, I wish he, he had, had won. I was like, bitch, that's a stretch. Because well, I was I like, does that mean she's going to die? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I thought so, too. Because I thought, I was like, okay, whenever she he dies or basically like tell, helps her kill him, mm-hmm. I was like, she's going to bring him back to life. Mm-hmm. We know that. But as we have learned in the fucking Akatar, and it is important how you word the things that you Everything. want. Yeah, and, like, whether that's a bargain, a wish, whatever. So whenever she says that he would rather him win, I thought the I dagger, like, whenever... Die. I thought the dagger that whenever she says that it's back in her hand, that I thought it went through her, like, stomach, mm. and that she was dead at first. So I reread it a few times, and I was like, oh, no, she's alive. So I just thought that I was interesting. I kept waiting for her to die, though. I was like, Me too. she's going to die. She's gonna <laughs> and then I think I may have saw seen a spoiler. Oh, or don't, maybe not. Don't, t- don't say it, then. No, it. I mean, it's not like anything. I wouldn't think it is anything. 
since we know now that she's half vampire, mm-hmm. it just showed her with wings. I saw that too. So, I mean, I don't think that she's going to be turned since she's no, like, I think she's already a vampire. Mm-hmm. I think she's just going to have to step into that a S- little bit more. And yeah, and figure out her magic more. I think, you know, coming to think of it, I think if she drinks blood, that makes her more powerful. More powerful. Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That vampire side comes in. Because I've noticed that too. <coughs> so, um, oh, I was going to say whenever they're having their fucking, um, what is it? I don't think it was her sex scene, but it was just one of the times where she's like admiring him mm-hmm. and she's starting to realize that she's like, I have fallen for this man. Um, one of the quotes that I have is, is I'd learned the shape of him so well that every angle was a native language. And I was like, damn, damn, that is, I said, damn, the symbolism, the metaphor is <laughs> so good. It was so good. I was like, even looking at it now. I learned the shape of him so well that every angle was a native language. Fuck. That's so good. I really like their relationship. And so I'm nervous for it in this next book because the absolute betrayal and the fact that he was like, you should have just fucking let me die because then Mm -hmm. I didn't have to follow through on any of these promises and you would have done better than me. But he also did a disservice to her by not telling her any of this. Well, 100%. Yes. But I'm just, it's just like obviously so frustrating. I can't wait to see how it all resolves itself. Right. And the, and another of the quotes that I have is, is he smelled like the sky. He tasted like falling. And I, it goes back to the very beginning scene when she sees him and he's looking at that picture, Mm -hmm. the picture of the fallen Rashan. And that's the only painting that's kept up whenever Mm -hmm. they occupy the night court at the very end or not the night court, the the kingdom at the very the end castle. the castle yeah. and i am like that symbolism is him is like it's him and her mm-hmm. falling and like to somebody who is there out of reach or to something yeah, that reaching. is out of reach it's just all Jeez. and it's i love that he forces her to marry her but also i hate that it's so bad but like i have not read a book where they have had a forced marriage like that so now i'm like shit well, I think I have. Well, Akatar kind of was that way, but they didn't actually get married. He was like, I'm bringing in the priestess right now. We're getting married right now. Who? And I'm like, dang. Rish- uh, Rain. No, what in Akatar? She doesn't actually get married, but she goes back to Tamlin at the end of... Oh, okay. I see yeah. what you're saying. So, um... <laughs> this one, I laughed because it was so fucking funny so they were in i think the s- second to last trial and they have to go up that pit where they're mm-hmm. like um what is it um avoiding the like plumes of smoke and the smoke mm-hmm. is like acid or something mm-hmm. and <laughs> she's like okay let's like figure out an idea and he figures out they're like all right we're gonna go get that cape and then we're gonna fly up and use that cape to protect us because that cape is like kind of indestructible or whatever mm-hmm. and before that is whatever she's like telling him her plan she's like i don't know hide behind a rock <laughs> I was like, that's so real fun. as fuck bitch real as fuck <laughs> i highlighted it he's like all right my idea is the stupid one let's hide behind a rock instead <laughs> so hard all right my idea is the stupid one and i could just see that as like something flynn would say Let's hide behind a rock instead, you know? 
and no, so that was my super note funny. Is I love how she was just like bitch i don't fucking know i hide behind <laughs> something i know and she's like all right fair <laughs> <laughs> i like how she like she will reserve like she will give you know where credit's due like mm-hmm. give credit where credit's due because she's like that's fair i did say that at the beginning i did say that but now i feel different but i did say that so i like that she acknowledges it but in that one line i said their banter their banter is perfect so to say the least and oh uh, my last my last uh highlight i have is in chapter 43 and i don't remember exactly what scene it was but it says when it had been bred into us tattooed into our souls for our entire brief pitiful existences and I'm like, damn, that's powerful. <laughs> I was like, I think I really liked, I said, heavy shit, man. This was so good. <laughs> that's my note. <laughs> heavy shit, man. I was like, no, I God, that hit home for me. I liked it. The this book might have to actually be a five. It's yeah, so I know. Good. It's like singing. It. I'm like, damn, this is really good. It um, was good tattooed into our souls i that just hit really hard for our entire brief pitiful existences i love this book so much i might think about it for many days i'm gonna have to recommend this my work friend sophie she would love this she's the Mm. person who was just reading all the akatar ones or whatever just finished those i'm telling her to read the uh crescent city ones Oh, I remember what? this. This scene is whenever she already had had her fight with Vincent or confronted Vincent about it. And Vincent's like, look, the humans are livestock. Yeah. And, oh. you know, stuff like that. And um, she is killing a vampire in one of the slums because she needs to kind of like mm-hmm. let some steam off. And that's whenever she is talking about how this vampire didn't know suffering. Uh, he only knows su- knew suffering for five seconds. Whereas, like, the humans are brought into this world through suffering. Mm. And that's where that that sentence comes from. It says, when it had been bred into us, tattooed into our souls for our entire brief pitiful existences. Talking about humans, mm-hmm. just in case. And I was like, shit. But that is so powerful. It's so good. Wow. Yeah. That's the last thing I have, I think, highlighted. But I... I want her to be more mad at him at the end. But she I also know that she can't. Like, she's in love with him. And she mm-hmm. acknowledges it. She's like, I hate this man, but I love him. Mm-hmm. And even though I think she's realizing that a lot of stuff was held, obviously withheld from her. I think she, she doesn't realize that she doesn't know everything. Yeah. I mean, she makes a point to Jasmina, too. She's like, I don't know what this airmark means. I don't know. So let just give me time mm-hmm. to figure it out. Um, also, Ibrahim, Ibrahim was, that was crazy. Him being throughout the story with like a tiny little subplot of him. Hi, Moni. Um, if you hear Mona, she's right here. I really liked him as a character too. Mm -hmm. I think he was a huge symbolism of her too, of like having an ally, like no matter whether or not you are a vampire, a human, or anything in between mm-hmm. you can still be at the bottom of the rung or like the outcast of society and still never be accepted 
for that because i mean you saw at the very end that they were laughing at him he was a mockery mm-hmm. he was considered weak but he had made it to the very end of the kedgeri or the the tournament he was like the I, last four i love though that they have like that little moment at the end too mm-hmm. she gave him a fair death mm. that's how she said it she's like you're gonna go down fighting and i'm gonna give you a fair death for this i'm not gonna pity you because i wouldn't want that for myself yeah so i think she's just i love the warrior that she was crafted into that vincent vincent did a really good job of crafting her into a stone cold killer essentially Mm -hmm. also finding out about her lover her first lover yeah that was hard i say hard but like she's been through a lot she has and i was oh i was so sad I love the fact that the Half Moon Trial was based on them being mind bonded together. Mm-hmm. And it was like they could feel everything that the other person felt. Mm-hmm. Whereas like we've seen a version of that in all of them where they can speak to each other in their heads, right. but they don't ever feel what they feel. Mm-hmm. Right. And I really liked that because he got a window into her and she got a window into him. And so I think that fully convinced her of whenever he would look at her a certain way and like know that he was in love with her she was she believed it it mm-hmm. was never like he had to keep proving himself because she's like i'd been in his head and he had been in mine and now he understands what i'm feeling and i understand what he's feeling i understand those emotions because he had access to everything mm-hmm. and he knew and then finding out that he was also basically a concubine mm-hmm. i was like fuck dude yeah, his old backstory really was awful also it was bad. So let let's just talk There's about no the main characters without plethora of suffering, right? Um, gotta fight for something. Um, so let's talk about the end because the end has like five different like plot twists to it. Yeah. So come to find out, Rain is basically the heir of the Rishan, and he mm-hmm. didn't realize he was going to be the one. He was going to be the heir because the king before him that Vincent killed. Um, made him or turned him Mm -hmm. into a vampire. And it was because we find out that he was on a shipwreck Mm -hmm. and he found him and he was going to die and he had a wife and he had a kid. Mm -hmm. He's like, I was 32, which gives us a like age date an age. So he's like 232 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. (laughs) I gotta love the 200 year age gap with all the vampires. Always. Always. Um, It's either like 200 or 500. Always. It's like half a century or a quarter. Never in between. Um, besides Vincent. Um, what was the saying? I don't remember. Oh. So we find that he's actually the heir. And he tried burning it off of him mm-hmm. for the longest time. Um, and when Vincent won 200 years ago, he basically like banished whoever and killed whoever of any of the air, like anybody who could be in line to receive the air mark for the Russian people. Mm-hmm. He killed them all, including his family also, which is interesting. I think to, f- you know, find out that, and you know, rain makes the point too, in the story to Araya. She's like, he's like, why did he keep you around when, if you were not like a symbol of power of like, he, there wasn't something that he wanted from you. I mean, there was because like he killed his entire family to get that seat. So that way he would never have to be challenged. And, you know, that comes to fruition in light whenever she 
confronts him and is like, why do you want me to win? He's like, because I want to accept you as a daughter in every way possible. Because before that, he didn't. He's like, I love you for the things that you are not. For the things that I made you. He's like, I don't love you because you're the human. And that was like, dang. And then he obviously said sorry, like, in a few pages next. <laughs> afterwards, you're like, okay, bitch. But he makes a good point. He's like, why, whenever he found you, why didn't he just immediately kill you? Mm-hmm. If you're that important. Which, I mean, that... I did obviously think that when in the beginning when they're explaining what happened, I'm like, why this kid? Yeah, literally. I mean, I thought that too. Also, though, how did he know she wouldn't die? How did he know that he was she was different? How did she know, you know, whatever it was? Well, obviously, they assume that he's her daughter or she's his daughter. That's what they're assuming. I don't know. I want to say she's like Nyaxia's daughter or something or like Mm. I don't something like that. I don't know. I don't or maybe either. she was placed there. Obviously, yeah, we don't know yet. We don't but, know. But, but there's how did something. he pick that up? Yeah, exactly. Because he even... Because <laughs> that awkward fucking exchange between her and Rain. She's like, you would know if I was different. You fucking tasted me, you dumb bitch. Yeah. And he's like, well, you did taste different. You did. You know, you, d- you did. But still human, but you did taste different. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, jeez. Um, what if she'll just become like a goddess too? <sighs> Like she's that. a god. Hopefully not a gargoyle. <laughs> That's not a god, you dim. <laughs> You're such a dumb shit. Bro, I still can't get over the fact that that was a thing. That was... That's not in this book at all. It's in the no. Crave series that she talked about earlier. And I watched one of my favorite YouTubers, Carrie Can Read. And she lives in South Korea. I love her to death. And I watch a lot of her videos and she did a synopsis review of the Crave series of her like reading it. And so she explained everything and the main character turns out to be Gargoyle. Spoiler alert. And I just can't. (laughs) I just can't. I just can't because it's like it just reminds me of like fucking Mean Girls. She's like, stop trying to make fetch happen, Gretchen. It's like, stop trying to make gargoyles happen. (laughs) Like, What the hell? So besides that, um... But yeah, I'm excited to see also him switching up that performance that he said that he's like, I'm going to marry, I'm going to keep, I'm going to marry her and I'm going to rape her like our word, sorry. And I'm going to sexually assault her like I did or King did to our queen. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I was like, I don't know who to believe. I don't know who to believe. I was like, that's kind of taking it far. It was. I was like, holy shit. I was like, but wait. She also says like that's what sold them, like the people mm-hmm. for to, that like, savagery. N- yeah, and like to not. And I love how she throws it back in his face. Yeah. Later. She was like, "So you're just you gonna fucking, do that? Are you fucking and for he real?" Feels terrible as he fucking should. Uh, he that should. part really is what like pissed me off. Bro, I was, I was like, so Come disappointed, on, man. I know. I was so disappointed in him. I really was because he literally looks at her and he's like, "Fuck." Now actually, I want my power back. <laughs> bitch i should have stayed dead he should have just been like i want peace um, in the kingdoms or something like <laughs> come on <laughs> i want peace in the kingdoms i think it would have been funny if he would have been like i want i want her to win <laughs> and they just would have gone back and going forth. back and forth <laughs> oh my god but no i i think that and then the forced marriage was really really interesting mm-hmm. and then also vincent legitimately dying I didn't think he was going to die. I know. I, I thought he would die in the next book, but like him being like basically obliterated. Wow. Wow. I felt so bad for 
Araya at that point. Like when Me she too. runs to him, I was like near tears. I was like, this is heart wrenching. It right is because she's like, I don't know how to feel about this man, but this man has been everything to me. I mean, it's her dad. Right. It is. It's like a real father relationship. Oh, real father daughter relationship. I was like, that's not mine, but I'm not going to claim that relationship, but you can if you like. I'm dying. <laughs> I, was, I didn't want to say anything so I can't speak on Maddie's that he's like I know you're traumatized <laughs> but I won't bring it up it's not my place it's I'm dying place. that's so funny it's not my place anyways um, uh, what was I going to say oh also her finding out she has an heir she is the heir mark yes I loved that part and so then you're like oh fuck wow I screamed I was on the toilet and I was like oh my god <laughs> I was on the toilet. I'm like, oh my god! I spent. I read the last 10% of this book on the pot. <laughs> Bro, you know what's funny? Shorts between my uh, like at my ankles. <laughs> it's just like you've got to be fucking shitting me right now, literally and figuratively. You guys, I literally texted Maddie and I was like, "When will you be ready for me to come over?" And she was like, "Come over at 8:30." And I was like, "Finally, I thought you died on the shitter like Elvis." And she I know. goes, "How'd you know I was on the?" I was on the toilet. I was really weirded out by that. I was like, how did you know I was on the toilet? Because we're in sync, bro. <laughs> we are. We are. Anyways. Um, <laughs> we are. We are. Um, I actually saw a spoiler about her with the air mark on her neck. Oh, really? But I forgot about it. So when I read it, I still oh. was like shook. Even though it was literally only like Hell an yeah. hour and a half earlier. Hell I yeah. was like, <gasps> I honestly, I, Jaw probably, dropped. I probably saw the same ones you did. And I probably. didn't even register. Didn't even register. No, I saw it. And I was like, oh my God, that's the air mark. And then I went dee, 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 and forgot all about it. <laughs> Thank God for my memory problems. <laughs> honestly, for this one, for the yes, memory Thank loss. God. Woo. But, oh. I can't get over it. I actually think I will reread this book pretty quickly. I like think pretty soon. I will reread it as well. Or re-listen. Yeah. I'm going to change my rating as a five. I know. Me too. For sure. I wanted to be like, okay, I didn't like it in the beginning, but like, I liked it right after chapter 10. I liked you know it know before I mean? chapter 10 too, so. It wasn't that I didn't like it. I was just like, oh my God. I think I got so freaked out and scared that, that I was like, it was going to be bad. But you know what? I actually did that. I don't know if anybody else knows this, but one of my all-time favorite books growing up was The Host. I loved it. it better than Twilight. Better than Twilight. And you can come fight me on that one if you want to. Twilight Tell me, is name, garbage. Name, date, time, I'll be there. And we can legitimately throw punches about it. But I loved The Host, but I could not read it. It took me, I think, at least, I want to say, like two or three years. Maybe more than that. And at least... 10 15 failed attempts to get past chapter 10 but the one time i told myself i was like i'm just gonna read this book no matter how excruciating it is to page i don't know i think i was gonna say i think i said 100 because it was like a 500 almost 600 page book i'm gonna give it to 100 and if i can't get to 100 because before then i could only make it to like chapter three chapter four chapter five and that was the most i ever got and I that's not that even it's not even like that close i think that's only 30 pages I was like, I'm just going to make it to 100 pages. If I don't like it, then I don't like it. Then I can forever never have to try and do it again or, you know, pick it up. I finally got past chapter 10. Didn't put it down. And it's been one of my favorite books since. And I still read that. I, that's one of the books. I don't have many that I've reread. 
but the host is one of the ones I have reread several times. You gonna add this one to it? Maybe, maybe. I'd be so proud of you. I know. (laughs) But um, but yeah. So if you uh didn't know, go read the host. That's also a good one too. Anyways, I think that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say too, because I don't. I could blabber on about this book as much as I wanted to, but I think we got all the really good, the good points mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about how the sex scene though was really oh good. God. Yeah, we didn't. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> well, let's be let's backtrack. That sex scene, I was just telling Tori, I was like, that sex scene was so good, so good, so good. The description, all of it, it did not was not cringy. Besides the one word that Tori doesn't like. We, the wet folds. The wet folds. But that was only once it was at the very beginning. Yeah. And I could forgive her because the rest of it was so good. Yeah. There was, I mean, it really was amazing. It was so good. It felt it felt very poetic and beautiful and very, like, sensual. But it mm-hmm. didn't. It never felt cringy because it never. I don't know. She just used everything correctly, I think, mm-hmm. in, my, in my book. No, it was good. But I think we are going to do an episode over, like, the cringiest. Stop it. Stop. Anyways, we're going to do an episode on the cringiest <laughs> ways you've heard um, vaginas and penises described oh, just and the, like, sex and all of that shit in yeah. general. I just got on a tour because she kept messing with the mic, as per usual. Um, I'm going to punch back. As, as per usual. Um, <laughs> she beats me off camera, guys. <laughs> no, off, she off beats me. She literally smacked me so hard on the back. Because she said that she's a failing photographer. Yeah, she deserved that one. I'm not gonna Don't say anything else. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, I think. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's it. All she wrote. All she wrote. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.